0: What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Good Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you all had a wonderful week. I pray that all is well. And if all is not well, I want you to know that God is still with you even now, that God is aware of every circumstance and every prayer that you have uttered. And if you continue to just trust him, if you continue to put your faith in him he will definitely show you that he is God and that he is always on time I'm looking forward for tonight's episode and I just wanted to go ahead and just dialogue with you all and just ask you this question or rather much statement you know love does not cost a thing love does not cost a thing and um, I believe that was a title of a movie as well But the thing is, as I began to just wonder about this statement, I'm like, huh, love does not cause a thing. Um, And I feel like a lot of people, um, they they would say that they believe in that. They believe that love does not cause a thing because they're thinking about love being unconditional. And so you're extending love um, due to the fact that you see love as being unconditional. Now, the thing is, I believe the love of God Um, is unconditional um, in the sense that you know we know that God is the one that created us God is the one again that formed us in our mother's womb. God is the one who holds the the books of our lives in heaven right he knows the numbers of our days he knows everything about us and so forth and because he created us um, with his very hand, right? He, he, The Bible describes him as the potter, right? And we are the clay. Because he formed us, um, it makes sense as well to know that um, he loves us unconditionally because he is our creator. But at the same time, it's, it's very fascinating to me um, that, you know, he still chose to send Jesus uh, to die in our place because we were disobedient. We chose the path of unrighteousness, we chose the path that led um, to death, right? And I just started thinking, I'm like, okay, if love uh, does not cost a thing, then why in the world did God the Father send Jesus Christ? Hmm. So the thing that got me just thinking just now is that it's not to say that you need to do things to earn someone's love. But we also have to realize that love does cost us. You have to realize that love will cost you your time. Love will cost you your transparency. And love will cost you energy. And here's why. Let's go ahead and read... um, these two scriptures and they're coming from the book of john john chapter 14 and um, i'm just gonna go ahead and read it to you all but if you have your bible you can go ahead and open it to john chapter 14 i'll be reading verse 15 and verse 21 and listen to this y'all listen to what verse 15 says again john chapter 14 i'll be reading verse 15 and also verse 21 verse 15 says this it says and this is Jesus speaking, Jesus Christ speaking. He says, If you love me, keep my commands. I'll say it again. If you love me, keep my commands. Hmm. And so, pretty much from this statement, you know, Jesus is saying to Um, the disciples at that time. And he is also saying it to us today. If we love him, we must keep his commands. And it's important for me to state this as well. The next following verse, right? Verse 16, it says, he says, actually, he says, and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate. And if you go ahead and just further read that passage, um, Jesus goes ahead and just talk about how He is the same as the father, pretty much like him and the father is one. If you just scroll up, if you are on your phone, you just scroll up to verse seven. You'll read that Jesus said this. He says, if you really know me, you will know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And the reason why I wanted to mention this is because of what we just read in verse 15. It says, if you love me, keep my commands. So here in verse seven, when Jesus is saying that if we know him, then we know the father, then that is pretty much him saying as well. If you follow the commands of my father, then you are following my commands as well, because me and the father are one. From that being said, y'all, we have to bear in mind, if Jesus is telling us that the only If Jesus is telling us that the only way he is able to see or he is able to analyze and observe if we love him is for us to keep his commands, that also should tell us when it comes to the context of relationships, when it comes to the context of marriage, right? When it comes to the context of how we do life with other people, love does cost us love does cost us. For you to keep the commands of God, it costs you. It costs you to say no to your flesh. It costs you to say no to the enemy. It costs you to say no to the world. It costs you to say no to evil. It costs you to say no to the very things that you know indeed breaks the heart of God. It costs you to take time to really seek after the heart of God. It costs you to take time to read the word of God. It costs you to take time, not just to read the word of God, but to follow the word of God through your actions, right? Through your choices. The Bible tells us over and over again, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing to say that, uh, you know, we believe what we say if we're not doing what it is that we say. And so when it comes to the context of this overall theme that we're dealing with, um, for the next couple of weeks, love versus lust, you have to bear in mind that, you know, if this individual is not spending the time um, showing you, for example, if it's, it's not spending the time really um, checking on you, it's not spending the time uh, really um, speaking life into you, it's not spending the time um, really um, trying to you know build you up or support you or uh, or rather respect you right and show you that through actions and so forth then it's really not costing them anything and the fact that it's not costing them anything to me is it's saying that person you know it's it's not loving right towards you does not love you and here this is why I say this I believe that Jesus said that Statement in John 15 If you love me, keep my commands. Jesus knows that someone who truly loves will do what satisfies the other person. I'm gonna say this again someone who truly loves will do what satisfies the other person. Now, I'm not saying if that person loves sin that if you sin, you should be doing that because it's gonna satisfy the person. No, because remember what we discussed when we went ahead and read. Um, the book of Corinthians, right? First Corinthians chapter 13, it says, love does not, what? Rejoice, right? In the sight of evil. Like love does not uh, uh, like anything that is unrighteous, that is impure, that is unholy. Like we heard from sister Katie, love is the representation of God. You know, love is it is, yes, it's the rep- representation of God is really um, displaying to us God, the character of God. And so God does not rejoice with evil. He does not rejoice where sin is rampant. He does not rejoice in the presence of unholiness. And so if you see that person, right, is saying that they love you, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in a friendship, you name it, or whether it is the day-to-day um, when you're at work and you're working with these co-workers and so forth, if you're a teacher, you're, you know, working with, you know, you're, you're teaching these students and so forth, if they are not, you know, um, taking what it is that you're saying seriously, if they are not uh, respecting you or if they're not doing what is being told of them to do, um, would you say that student you know, love you, or would would you at least say that that student respect you? Would you say that co-worker loves you? Would you say that friend loves you? Would you say that a significant other loves you? And so, although people, right, we as people should just freely love because we know that Jesus did not turn away anyone who came to him, which is important. But at the same time, we also have to bear in mind that love does cost. That love does cost. For Jesus himself to have shown the father that he loved the father, he had to still be obedient. Right? He still had to be obedient and say, Father God, I'll go ahead and come to the earth and die in their place. We have to bear in mind that's why God even said, you know, I'm giving him the greatest name above all name. Because God saw that Jesus accepted the fact that he wanted him to come to the earth to die in our place. And so I want you to know this. Freely love. That's the thing. That's where I want to go with all of us tonight. This is where I'm heading. Freely love. I say this freely love. Freely love people, right? Freely love your friends. Freely love uh, um, your co workers. Freely love um, your significant other. Freely love, you know, those who are in your midst. But bear in mind, just because you freely love, that doesn't mean love does not cost something. Love does cost something. Jesus says again, if you love me, keep my commands. If you love me, keep my commands. Let's think about it this way. Because we're talking about the same thing, right? Love versus lust. Let's say if you're a young couple, right? And you're trying to honor God in your relationship. You know that according to the word of God, God wants us to remain pure, right? And according to even the book of the Songs of Solomon, it's saying that do not arouse love before it's time, right, before it's appointed time, because God says, you know, you know, especially that type of intimacy, sexual intimacy, is reserved for the marriage, but is reserved in the context of a marriage between a man and a woman, between a wife and a husband, right, and so listen here, if Even right now in that current relationship, you guys are not respecting the boundaries that you have set in place to keep yourself pure before marriage. You are not exercising what it is that Jesus is saying right here in verses 15. If you love me, keep my commands. If you love your significant other and you know that they have conviction in their hearts that the Lord is saying, you know, I want you to wait. I want you to remain remain pure. I want you to remain pure and I want you to do this because this is what I consider righteous in my sight. And you're not respecting that significant other. You're not showing that person that you're with that you love them. You are not. And so this is why I said it's important for us to freely love, but don't forget that love does cost. Love costs you to say no for something that you will be very much happy to say yes to down the line. In this context, when I'm talking about sexual intimacy, right? And so... I want you to understand, one of the differences between love and lust is that love, love, right? When someone loves, they will show you that they love you by making sure that they are doing what it is that respects you, that honors you, that builds you up, and that would not lead you into sin or temptation right? Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commands. In other words, you don't love me if you don't keep my commands. You don't love me if I don't, if you don't do what I say to do. You don't love me if you still go ahead and, you know, hang out with the world. What do I mean by hanging out with the world? I'm not saying that we are not to speak to people that you know practice a different faith than us that look different than us but i'm saying that jesus did not call us to blend in with the world how are we going to rescue or or, or bring souls to the kingdom of god if we end it, end up blending in with the world that just doesn't make any sense and i can't wait to do a youtube video of this topic because i really feel that it's very important for me to do i remember i posted maybe last year um, I'm going to go ahead and, and post that video, Lord willing, um, soon in the coming days. But it's important for us to not misquote what some of the things the Word of God is saying. All right? Very quickly, let me just add this. You know, the a lot of people love using this scripture saying that, well, Jesus ate with sinners or he hung out with sinners. Okay? Cool. But why did he do that? Did he just do that to just do that? Or was there a purpose attached behind it? Jesus never hung out with sinners for fun. Jesus was always kingdom-minded. Jesus was always thinking about his Father's will. Even to the point of death, even to the point where he felt the great agony of that death, that terrible death that awaited him, even though... He wanted so badly to turn away the cup of wrath. He later on said to the father, not my will be done but yours. Does that sound like someone who would just randomly hang out with people for no apparent reason? No, Jesus came to the earth because he had a mission and his mission was to save humanity, to bring salvation, to bring reconciliation between man and God. Because we completely destroyed that covenantal relationship that we had with the Father in the beginning when what our great, great ancestors, Adam and Eve, right? Sinned against God due to (laughs) disobedience. Due to disobedience. Get that, due to disobedience. What type of disobedience? A simple disobedience. God told them not to eat of of fruit, right, from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they did that. It's not that they killed somebody. It's not that they robbed a bank. There was no banks at that time anyways, right? It's not that they committed adultery. If that had happened today, if a random person probably did that, they probably would have get away with it because to us, we're like, that's not a big crime. That's not a major crime. But the thing is, we lose sight that the big crime is the disobedient itself. The very fact that they chose to be disobedient was the crime itself. You know? And so when Jesus is saying, if you love me, keep my commands, he's literally saying that don't disobey what I say. Don't disobey the words that I've shared with you. And it comes the same with us. If we truly love the person that is in our lives... We will honor their words. We will keep ourselves from hurting them and vice versa. We will respect our boundaries. And we will understand though we choose to freely love, the way that others will recognize our love or recognize that we love each other Is by what we do. And in this case, Jesus is saying to his people, he's saying to us, keep my commands. That's what he wants us to do. And so if you are listening to this point in the podcast episode, love costs. Because any time when you are taking an action, you are doing what? You are moving. You are doing a movement. And to do a movement requires what? Energy. Sacrifice. Intentionality. Great focus. Great reflection. Hmm. Let's quickly go ahead and just read verse 21. Verse 21. John 14 verse 21 says, Whoever has my commands and keeps them, is the one who loves me. Like we were saying earlier, he goes ahead and restates that same thing in verse 21, just to make it clear to us, right? He said it again to make it clear to them, to the people during that time. But now those same words are echoing in our ears. Jesus is saying, whoever has my commands and keeps them. Get this, it's important. Not only did he say those who has the commands, but those who keeps them. Right? And so it's the same that we were saying earlier. Right? It's not enough for us to hold this Bible in our hands. Right? And not keep them. What does keep mean? And not practice them. And not live by them. It's not enough for us to quote scriptures. Right? Or put it in our bio on social media. If we ourselves are not allowing the word to become one with us. If we're not allowing the word to transform our mind, if we're not allowing the word to transform our hearts. And so, to just close this episode, what we need to understand is this love does cost, because love is not necessarily an emotion, but love is action. I pray that you are blessed by this episode. I went ahead and shared a link below this episode's description. I have a dear friend of mine named Daisy Quadation Love, and she is doing an amazing fundraiser where they are helping to um, provide necessities and also medical aid to this Pakistanian family. If you want to learn more about that story and how you are able to donate to this cause, please go ahead and click that link under the description section below this episode. Please go ahead. And if you feel that God is really touching your heart um, to give to this cause, I would recommend you to not not fight it away, but do that. Um, Speaking of doing that, right, I want you to know that in the coming episodes, we're going to see how generosity is also connected to love. We're going to see how generosity is connected to love. And so I want you to know, y'all, That the Lord does in fact love you. But at the same time, you have to show to him as well. I have to show to God the Father. I have to show to Jesus Christ. I have to show to the Holy Spirit. If if truly I love him. It's not enough for God to love us. But what's going to matter once all this is said or done is did we love him? And loving Jesus is not just saying, I love you, Jesus, with our words. But we have to love him with our very life, as he said it best himself in John 14, chapter 15 and 21. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button and go ahead and share it with anyone that you know would be truly blessed by this episode. And I just want to say thank you again for sticking around, for being with me for three years. It was such an amazing journey. And I know that the Lord has greater to come for the both of us. All right, y'all, this was JLP. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Until next time, peace out. Take care.